New Year. Rosh Hashanah begins a certain great tshuva. It culminates with Yom Kippur. And of course, during this time, thanks. During this time, we um, it's really an opportunity. Um, the Gemara says, "Diushu et Hashem b'himatz o kirubi esokarov." You know, search out God when He is when He's found, and um, and call Him right when He's near. And the Talmud says these are the ten days between Roshana, from Roshana till Yom Kippur, when God is easier to get in touch with than the rest of the year, even though it sounds like God is different the rest of the year, and how is God different? But nonetheless, um, it seems that God is more open to our tefillot, our tshuva, uh, at this time of the year. The Rambam, in fact, if I'm not mistaken, Paskins, that the tshuva is mekabelet miyad, if someone does tshuva, um, it um, it gets accepted immediately. Now, but during this period is a good period to like either begin or grow to different levels. Uh, obviously, you need more than ten days to do that, but these ten days are a good start. It's a good um, it's a good wake up call to uh, begin our growth because Judaism is basically about growth. Um, I remember having in a conversation, I was on the Upper West Side um, at a meal, and there were uh, some of my alumni were at the meal, and there were some potential students at the meal, and then there was some women who were not potential students, they were what we call uh, from, from birth MOs, modern Orthodox women, and they were at the meal as well. And um, we started a conversation about growth, Maybe I'll share it with you today. Um, and one of the from from birth women said to Rabbi Sharon, you know, we're not Balichuva, we don't need to grow. Okay, that's a very sad comment coming from the modern Orthodox world. Okay? I'm not saying the whole modern Orthodox world is like that, but it's a very sad comment, right? To think that, you know, they were sitting with Balichuva and Balichuva growth oriented, and whereas they were born from, so they don't need to grow. Okay. Uh, so we, I'm, 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 I'm supposing that you all understand how foolish that is. You know, I, I don't want to have to give a whole schmooze on foolishness, okay? Um, but let's talk a little bit about growth. Uh, the Haftorah says, the Haftorah we had uh, um, on the first day, uh, the Haftorah in Sefer Shmuel, um, the Midrash has a comment about it that's very important comment. Um, the Midrash says, "Va'ola ishahum me'iro." Talks about Elkanah, Hannah's husband, and it says the man would go up uh, from his city. He'd move up from his city, right? And the Midrash comments over here: "Nitale ha'ish bebeito, nitale ha'ish bechatzero, nitale be'iro, nitale bechol Yisrael." This person went up from his home. He went up from his uh, garden or his, um, you know, chatzer is like, you know, the yard. He went up um, from his city and then he went up in all of Israel. 
Bechol aliyotav lo haya el And all his levels that he moved up, because he first moved up in his home, and then he moved up in his yard, and then he moved up in the city. What is the Medrash trying to tell me? Number one, the Medrash trying to tell me that moving up is stages. You don't move up from your home all the way up to all of Israel in one felt swoop. swoop. You, there's stages in it. Number one, number two, it says all the time when he moved up, Elkanah, he became great. Kol Aliyov Lohaya Elamiyatsmo. His 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 rising to new levels came from himself. Didn't come from anybody else, which is an important idea, because a lot of times we confuse um, a spiritual spark with real growth. Uh, spiritual sparks can come from other people. You know, you go to a good, you hear Dr. Tat speaking, or you hear some other great speaker speaking, and you get inspired by it, which I think is good. Uh, but that's what we call a spark, you know, on an electric stove, you know, you put on, you hear the click, you hear the spark, and then it comes a flame, right? Well, um, what has to happen is the spark has to become a flame. If it doesn't become a flame, it just goes out. Um, so, um, And being inspired is the same thing. You go to from one class to the next class and you get inspired by it. But if you don't do anything about it, that inspiration gets, um, the spark goes out basically. You don't have much after that. Sometimes you have a little bit of a memory, but you don't really have much after it. Um, and of course, what we want is that the spark should become a flame and that we should be growing. Um, and growth is in many, many different areas in our Judaism, whether it's growth in mitzvahs between man and God, mitzvahs between man and man, or mitzvahs between man and himself, you know, good midos, improvement on your midos, on your, um, everybody has things to improve on. Um, and midos don't just mean like, we always think it means like, you know, being not nice to somebody or it means getting angry. When we talk about one's own midos, it could also be improving on your poor self-image. Um, that's also, God doesn't want us to have poor self-images, and therefore we should improve on that as well. But that type of growth, nobody can do for you. Dr. Tatch can't do it for you, right? It's, um, you know, certain things we could make a messenger to do for us. I'll give you an example, even getting married, right? You can, you can make a messenger, right? And you don't have to come to the wedding. You could actually take off and... You know, I, I wouldn't say not to come to your wedding. It sounds like a nice thing to do. But theoretically, you don't need to come to the wedding. You certainly don't need to come to the chuppie. You just need to send your best friend, and they accept the ring for you, and you're married, right? Same thing is with, let's say, charity. You can give charity. Tell someone else to go to this organization give charity. But there's certain things you can't do, right? Um, you can't sell, tell someone, you know, a guy can't tell somebody... Listen, I, I, I'm really, I get, went to sleep late last night. I don't think I'm going to get up this morning very early, so please put on tefillin for me. Have me in mind when you put on It doesn't work, right? So, um, so the same thing is with a lot of things in our Judaism, right? Um, there's certain things you can make a messenger, certain you can't. So for growth, you really can't make a messenger. You have to do it yourself. 
Right? That's what the, the Medrash is saying. All his growth came from himself. It doesn't come from somebody else. Uh, <clears throat> and that's, um, you know, that's why we shouldn't confuse the idea of real growth versus great sparks. Right? You know, going to Tzvat for a Shabbat is a wonderful spark. You know, and if you build on it, it could be great. But nobody, you know, when women tell me, you know, I'm not going to be the same person because I was in Tzvat on Shabbos, right? I get very suspicious when someone says that, okay? Uh, because like, people don't grow in one day. Just like in your own growth, meaning physical growth, a child doesn't wake up in the morning, you know, at age six and at age seven, they're already three feet taller. It, does, it goes slowly and they grow slowly, right? It's nice that they feel good about their growth, right? But it's a slow process if it's gonna remain, right? If it's not just, um, it's not just a flaming, a flaming growth, a flaming balchuva, right? Um, then, uh, which usually means that uh, the person is, um, we call Reb Shlomo calls it demuyotchel frumkite, right? It's usually fantasy. That type of growth is fantasy growth. It means like you know, you read a good story about I don't know. Uh, some great woman and you decide that you know i'm going to be that great woman now that great woman wasn't born that great woman that great woman worked really hard to become that great woman so you have to do the same thing you know now at least you have a a mentor in a book that you could see where i have to go i have to get to but you're not going to get to from monday to tuesday you're not going to get there. and if you think you will that's what we call fantasy right and fantasy is the growth that we're supposed to do right, over a period of time, to be real, and you fantasize that you've done it already, right, you know, you're a little bit more religious today than you were a week ago, and already you feel like, you know, I could be the Chafetz Chaim's wife, it isn't going to happen, okay, um, and the same thing is when, you know, women over the years have come to me and said, you know, I spend time in Tzfat, and I'm just like a different person, and I always say to them, like, do you find yourself getting angry less at people? Do you find yourself being less jealous? And of course, every now and then the woman will say to me, oh, that, that hasn't changed, but what does that have to do with growth, right? Because uh, they're not really talking about real growth. They're talking about something that was a spark that they sufficed with the spark. Real growth means that you're, you really are consistent in what you're doing. Um, and don't forget, I mean, um, our life is full of um, challenges, okay? I'm hoping that you know when your challenges hit you. Some people don't even notice it, but um, you should notice when your challenges hit you, right? Um, and uh, those challenges take a time to, they're, they're opportunities basically, because we're not gonna get through life without challenges, right? Anyone who thinks they can get through life without challenges is really in La La Land, okay? Uh, I, have, I, I could say about myself, I had a pretty easy life, okay? But I'm not gonna tell you there were no challenges, okay? Um, but relative to many of the people, many students I've had over the years, my life was so much simpler than theirs, okay? Um, so if I'm feeling challenges, I can imagine what they, they're going through, right? But that's the opportunity we have, you know? You're not going to, um, yeah, I'm not going to go into now whether, you know, there's a challenge I can't rise above, right? 
you know, everybody says, you know, God doesn't give you a challenge you can't, you can't overcome. But the truth is, God may not do that, but a lot of times we give ourselves challenges that we can't overcome. We put ourselves in the worst possible position, right? Um, because we're not thinking, okay? So we have enough challenges in life that we don't have to create new challenges for ourselves, okay? Um, but the point over here is that um, those challenges are opportunities. And those are real growth opportunities. If we can overcome them, if we can rise to the occasion, right? And that's what, that's what life is about. It's, that's the way it was set up. It's not that, you know, some people have challenges, they don't challenge. That's the way life, because we don't grow without challenges. If life was so simple, right, we wouldn't grow, right? That's why Judaism is not simple, right? Judaism is not a simple, not simple to be a... Um, serious, observant, growth-oriented Jew. If anyone thinks that's simple, they're, again, they're in Lawa land. It's not a simple thing. There's a lot of doubts in our Judaism, you know, that we have, and there's a lot of room for growth in our Judaism, and everyone has their own Judaism to grow, but they have to do that growth, and they have to view a challenge, and they have to know the challenges that they have, and admit those challenges, because they're not going to be able to pass them if they don't know what's happening. If you don't know you get, have, you're in the middle of a challenge, you're gonna fail. Because that's the great thing of the Yitzhahara. He like can fool you and make you think this is not a challenge, but it is, right? And again, I don't have to give you examples of challenges. I'm sure if I, if I put a list up on, the, if I, sh I put numbers on the board, you could fill the whole list of different challenges. And again, we're not talking, you know, challenges in life are not just directly connected with religion, you know? has to do what kind of job I'm gonna take, right? Um, which could have its effect on religion. What university I, I, I'm going to, am I gonna continue my honor university? Am I gonna continue on you know, life that I had until now, right? Uh, choices I make about who I marry, choices I make who I date, right? Um, these are challenges, some people not challenges for other people. Um, but the, the important thing is that it's, um, Rabbi Shol Salanti used to say the following thing. Birds can fly very high as long as they're flapping their wings very, very seriously. The minute their wings are not being flapped very seriously, they're on their way down, right? So you always have to be ready to flap those wings because that's what challenges are about. And if you do, you'll grow, you'll get, and you'll feel good about it because I was able to get past it, whether it's, something uh, in school, whether it's something at work, whether it's something with my family, right? These are all challenges that um, are inevitable that they're gonna come. But at the end of the day, you know, I remember having my, um, my uh, son, um, one of my sons learned how to ride a bicycle himself. He didn't, he didn't want me to teach him how to ride a bicycle. He learned himself. Yeah, he fell down a few times, and that was good. Because that, those, uh, those are challenges. And if you fall, right, you're able to get up again after the fall, so you're one step closer, too. Because we fall in our challenges, too. Not everybody is successful, especially on the first try, right? Even the Talmud admits that people are not going to be successful on the first try, but... You keep trying, trying again until you get successful, just like bike riding, and eventually rode by himself. But most of my kids needed me to hold the, onto the back seat when they were riding. 
right? And of course, at a certain point, a parent lets go, right? And the kid, as long as they don't turn back, they're riding fine. When they turn back and see no one's holding on, right? Then all of a sudden they fall, right? But what a rot, you get up, you have a little bit of cut on your leg, so you fix it, now you even have, what do you call it? You have even uh, colored Band-Aids, right? When I used to fall, all I had was this like off-white Band-Aid, right? Like the color of my skin, it wasn't even the color of my skin, it didn't even match, right? Now you have, you know, uh, you know, what's it, you know, Band-Aids with uh, Sesame Street characters on it, right? So you get, you get better much quicker uh, when you have those, right? Um, but I remember having to let go, you know, and that's really what our, what's, what life is about. You know, we have support and it's great to have friends, great to have family, but at a certain point when we have to grow, we have to do it ourselves, right? Um, as one woman said to me, um, she said, I've been inspired for many years, Rabbi Shuren. I came to Rosh Hill to start inspiring myself, right? and not having someone else having to do that job for me. Because like I said, that's one thing in Judaism, you can't get anyone to do for you. You can't say to someone, listen, I'm really, really tired. You grow for me today. It isn't gonna happen. And therefore, this is one of the great things about you know, times like this that are times of growth for, the, for people, right? Tshuva is also, of course, a, a tremendous growth, but tshuva is basically, what is tshuva? is, you know, overcoming challenges. What a, you know, person sins, this sin, that sin, it doesn't matter to me. But it's all challenges in life need tshuva. They need tshuva. Some of them don't need halachic tshuva. But some of them, you know, decisions I'm going to make in life are all opportunities for me to grow and get to the next stage of life, which will have more tests on it. And then um, we'll have to grow for those. But once you start passing tests, it gets easier and easier as time goes along. It never gets easy, but it gets easier and easier. Thank you.